0: Looking to better balance your life and weight? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Shred Life Podcast, providing you the guidance and tools to become a new version of yourself with your hosts, Dave and Laura Moreno. Hello, Shredders. Hey, everybody. So, episode 33.
1: That's awesome. We're just plowing along through this and enjoying every second of the way. just one a week. Yeah. But that adds up. I'm, yeah, when you think of weight loss, you think, well, there's not much to talk about. It's like a simple math equation, and it's just so not the case.
0: I go through this actually because I have like ideas of podcasts like every day, right? Podcasts I want to do. And then I'm like, no, I can only think of two shows about that idea. And I had that same thought about this podcast. I'm Mm -hmm. like, no, we have to like write down at least 30 show topics because. I think we're going to run out of material. Yeah. It's just like, no, no, you will not run out of material. This is
1: something you don't stop dealing with. And it's something that somebody else discovers every day that is a problem in their life. It's it's getting out of control. Right. And so it's speaking to people on different levels. And then, of course, as you go through it, so many new things come up for you as to what's playing on it. And it's really not just about weight loss. It's about all the problems going on in our lives and all the thoughts and pain we're choosing to create for ourselves. That's causing the weight loss. So there's just so much to cover. Right. So. And so
0: if you are just discovering this for yourself or you just discovered our podcast or you actually just want to maybe listen last week and you're ready to make a day one instead of a one day scenario, mm-hmm. then don't forget you can go to the shredlife.com right now and you can join our Shred Mastermind program, which previously sold for almost $2,000 mm-hmm. a year. You can join that program absolutely free you get access to our secret facebook group you get live coaching with me and Laura you get support you get community you get everything our shredmaster my members got
1: it's it's kind of a no brainer and the process to sign up is so simple yeah. like you literally just go to the com, and there's a video about Dave and I you can watch it where we just talk about the group or right below it it just says name email. You fill done. that out and done. You are in.
0: We had one of our uh, people, we had sent them a uh, message. Hey, can you test this link out for us? And we had a message back. Yeah, I'm just in the middle of something. I'll do it. Uh, I'll do it. Up. I'll do it later tonight. I'll do it later tonight. And we got a message back literally like 30, 30 seconds, seconds later. later. <laughs> and it was like, oh, never mind. Did it. That was super easy. <laughs> Which <laughs> yeah. to us was like, yes, yeah. that's what we're looking for. Super easy, effortless weight loss is what we want. Yeah. And if there's too much effort to even get in the group, well, then it's not going to work. Yes, people. <laughs> so yeah. effortless joining, effortless community, effortless weight loss.
1: Yes, like oh, how much
0: easier does that get?
1: I love the things where all you have to do to get started is show up, that's and it. and that is all this group is about. You just show up, and we're there for you. But that's and the and hardest thing you. for some people. Yes, it because is because oh, their fears of
0: what if I show up, right? Yeah. What if what if I actually do what I'm supposed to do? And I get judged, or I fail, or whatever the case. And you have to understand, everyone in this group, these aren't skinny people with no eating issues in our group. Mm -hmm. These are people who are actively trying to lose weight, who have suffered for years with, you know, either what we're going to talk about today, like binge eating, or they've suffered with just yo-yo dieting, or whatever the case, and they just need help.
1: Well, but... On the contrary, this can very well be skinny people who are looking for help. Oh yeah, because I, I mean skinny of,
0: mentally. Oh okay, not physically, yes. Because we have people who other people would say, "You're skinny. Why do you worry?" And these people have just as much right and just as much um, room in their mind to play with their thoughts about their body and mm-hmm. and their weight and and their you know physical well being and their health. As much as someone who's 50 pounds overweight. We have people in the group who just want to tone up and lose five pounds and they have just as many mental problems with that than someone who wants to lose 150 pounds.
1: Or the people who are, you know, who like myself, who grew up um, perfectly lean and happy and I could eat two Big Macs and lose a pound. Effortless weight loss
0: used to mean something else to you. It used to be like effortless eating. But But
1: (laughs) that's the problem is that I was... Um, I was raised in an environment where, you know, having sugary drinks and takeout and fast food and eating out all the time, there were no consequences. So those were my habits. And it is so hard to change 30 years of habits unless you can talk with a coach or get the proper guidance of, you know, not learning quick tricks and um, quick diets that'll help me lose 60 pounds in three weeks. Yeah. It's, it's about actually doing the mental work and changing my entire mentality of food and what I can do because I've had three kids. I've, I'm pregnant with our fourth. I can't the have two, things are a little different. <laughs> I can't have two Big Macs and lose a pound the next day. I can't even imagine trying to eat two Big Macs. I don't know how (laughs) I did that. It makes me feel sick Um, thinking about it.
0: So picture this, if you will, since you brought it up. So I'm a (laughs) 17-year-old, like 260, 270-pound guy probably at that point. Like I was a big guy. Yeah. And I had body issues, of course, and like body shamed myself all the time. And here you have this like lean, beautiful 16-year-old girl who I'm dating and like... I'm the guy who's like, okay, when we go out, I don't want her to know I have an eating issue because it's not obvious when you look at me. <laughs> I don't want her to know I have an overeating issue. So I'm just going to be the guy who gets like a salad. And then you have the girl across from me who's like perfectly lean and skinny. And she's like, I'll have two Big Macs and six chicken nuggets and I'll upsize my Coke. And I'm just like, this is going to be the most challenging relationship <laughs> I have ever been in <laughs> because I got to stay mate, I got to maintain the course of my salad and be like, Oh yeah, we got no eating troubles, girl like me and you were good. <laughs> and, and you're just oh, yeah. like, yeah, it used to shock yeah. me. And I remember your mom used to warn you. She's like, Laura, one day, one
1: day. And I'm like, Nope, mom, Nope. Never and happened. I remember being pregnant with our first and every morning, I don't, if, if you're not from Canada, you may not know what I'm talking about, but, um, we have a place here called Tim Hortons. It's like a drive-through breakfast now, kind yeah. of place. Yeah, okay, it's it's still, still so a, dip, a bit different in the yeah. There. It's
0: that's not Tim Hortons. If you're fancier, in the stage, yeah, that's that that is not him. Tim. Cross Tim Hortons. the border and yeah, try it out. Yeah.
1: People. Um, so we we have something called Timbits, and so those are like the holes that are in the donuts. Donut holes. And donut holes. I think Dunkin' Donuts yeah, calls them. Donut holes. Um And every, I kid you not, when I was pregnant with our first, every single morning. I would stop on my way to work, get myself a 10-pack.
0: Ten 10-packs ten just came out. 10-packs
1: had just came out, and I was like, how cute is that? And the
0: problem with the 10-pack is it's too small to really share. Like, you're not going to bring it over to a and friend's like, house. 10-pack, yeah, five yeah. each, whatever, or like you multiple friends there. Yeah, And 10-pack is a little Dude,
1: on the cusp of embarrassing
0: to order for yourself. Yeah, But you did it.
1: <laughs> but I did it, and I did it every day. And I'd also get an extra large. So this had to be at least 20 ounces, um, of tea, but then I would do triple, triple. triple, triple. So three milks, three sugars. Yeah. I did that every day. And I went from pre- my pre-pregnancy weight would have been about between 125 and 130. Yep. And I hit the 200 pound mark. Yeah. Right you left when I, <laughs> I, yeah. I, uh, that was when I said, goodbye to that old metabolism. And yeah. I was like, why is this sticking? I don't and, understand. And the funny
0: thing is, because we're going to talk about binge eating today and that was a big part of it, right? Yeah. Binging. Um, but during that pregnancy, I gained the most weight I'd ever had to hit a top of about 300 and some odd pounds, like or, or just crossing over oh, 300. yeah, yeah. Because I would join in on what, you know, yep. you wanted to eat out, you wanted McDonald's on the way home, you wanted this, whatever the case. And we
1: totally bought into all those first time being pregnant people, oh, yeah. um, things of the, like, the it's excuse. sympathy pains yeah. and, you know.
0: Oh, the sympathy weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a sympathy I 50 weight. 50 pounds and in sympathy weight during that yeah, pregnancy. Yeah, and for
1: me, it's not gained weight. It's actually bloating that happens when you're pregnant. And so none of this is real. It will all disappear. I actually didn't know once right after we had my daughter, I didn't know that my stomach wouldn't go down right away. I guess I just didn't talk to people about being pregnant. And I was young. I didn't have any friends who did you it. You got so
0: many copies of that, What to Expect When You're <laughs> oh, pregnant yeah. and you did not read it. read it. I didn't read it. yeah,
1: that's okay. I'll just figure it out as I go. Yeah. So yeah. anyway. I remember,
0: I remember in the hospital after, like, literally, she had the baby, and the next day she like pulled her regular jeans out of her suitcase that she packed for the hospital, <laughs> yeah. and was like trying to shimmy them up in the hospital bed with yeah. one no core strength at all right yeah. now, right? Like you could barely walk, and you're trying to get like your seven jeans on. Just, yeah, what you wanna, are you doing? You want to
1: talk about things you wish you knew They're when not you were pregnant, up, Dave? What's wrong? It, that was that was definitely one of them. That things don't go right back to normal after. No.
0: So. But binge eating is a big part of that. And in the pregnancy as well, um, I know that binge eating has been a big problem for me. Um, and the nice, the best part about this for me and learning about it was to put a description and put a name behind what my issue is. Because people walk around all day just saying, I don't know why I overeat. I don't know why I need that chocolate bar sometimes. I don't know why when I get stressed, I just turn to food. And we're here to answer that question for you today once and for all. Mm -hmm. Because if you do that, if you eat out of stress, if you eat because you feel deprived, if you find yourself just knowing you shouldn't be eating this and just can't stop yourself and keep eating to the point, like to past satisfied, to past full, to the uncomfortable point, we've all eaten to uncomfortable before, you know, when the... Pants oh, have yeah. to get loosened or the belt has to get loosened or you wish you had your turkey pants on kind like, of thing.
1: I think I might feel a bit sick right now. Yeah, yeah, just
0: thinking about that feeling, right? And so I want you to know that you should listen very closely today because there is a very high probability that you are a binge eater.
1: Yeah, because it's, it's like a huge part of what any weight gain is from.
0: Yeah. It's not from, you know, people who eat six meals a day. And you know, say that that's healthy for you, and this it's not from people don't gain weight from that. People gain weight from eating excessive amounts of food in a short period of time, mm-hmm. then regretting it, and then feeling that regret, feeling like crap, and then binging again because of it. And it turns into this cycle where the only time you eat is when you go like all in on it mm-hmm. and you just overeat to the point of discomfort. And then you eat a little bit more just because you want to punish yourself for some reason, yeah. Right? There's that, so much,
1: so much self sabotage. Um, that's all binge in, in in weight loss, so or in weight gain, or.
0: so I want people to understand what binge eating is. So, really, it's the consumption of large quantities of food in a short period of time. Right. That's that's a binge, right? But it's more important to understand the cause, the cause and effect theory of binge eating, right? Um, so. Binge eating only happens, this is the funny part, binge eating only happens when you're trying to lose weight. Binge eating only happens when you put some form of restriction on your nutrition, Mm -hmm. right? When you go on a diet. This is why people yo-yo. This is why people, you know, eat um, or juice for three days straight and then eat 5,000 calories in an hour because they're just go nuts and they binge, right? So... When we talk about binge eating, just know this first off. There's no rule to a binge. There's no set amount of calories and a set amount of time. Anytime you eat beyond full and you do it for a reason, and we're going to talk about that, it's a binge. Like, I don't care if you just have two chocolate bars in the middle of the day and you feel full from it, that's a binge. I don't care if you eat two turkey dinners in under an hour, that's a binge. A whole pizza to yourself. That's a binge. A bag of chips on the couch. That's a binge.
1: Well, and you can even just have like going to the movie theater and eating that large bag of popcorn, your, your, you know, extra large drink. And then the candies that came, like all you did was get a normal combo, but that amount of food during your one and a half hour movie, that's, that's a lot.
0: So we talk about eating out of discomfort. We talk about eating our emotions, right? Mm -hmm. And that's part of binging as well. But the problem is really restriction. When you feel restricted and then you mix an uncomfortable emotion with the feeling of restriction, you're actually going to blame that restriction for why you feel the way you feel. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, I wouldn't be so upset right now about my finances if I wasn't on this stupid juice cleanse. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that juice cleanse is so expensive. That's why
1: mm-hmm. I don't have
0: enough money for my rent or you know whatever the case or my car payment or whatever. And so you give in. And you seek pleasure, and as soon as you get a taste of that pleasure, you go after it like all in, Mm -hmm. like you just keep going. And then in your head, this is the sad part: you reason with yourself that you've screwed up, so you might as well give in to every indulgence you have. And I've done this myself. I've been at a point where, like, I had a bad weekend, right? And then Monday comes around, and you can always start fresh on a Monday, or you can your head can get you know, really clouded and you can be like, you know, there's a few things I've had cravings for. So if I've already ruined my, my week, oh, yeah. I might as well like plan it out. Like I've been wanting pizza. I've been wanting sushi. I've been wanting hot dogs and I've been wanting ice cream. And people so, may
1: not recognize right now that that right there is self sabotage because you're saying to yourself, well, I've already screwed up. I'm already so disappointed in myself. It can't really get worse than that. So while I'm at this low point, I'm just going to continue because there are other things that have been on my mind. That, you know, I've seen other people eating and it's bothered me. And the only reason, you have to remember, the only reason it's bothered you is because you restricted it. You didn't do it because you truly believed deep down in your bones that you're done with this. You're not over those urges. You've restricted yourself. You've told yourself, I just can't have that and things will get better. And that's, that's you basing all of your weight loss future on willpower. And let me tell you, willpower runs dry and it can run dry fast or it can run dry slow. But make no mistake, it will run dry and you will be left with all that food in front of you and nothing but you just going, should I eat it? That's where it ends.
0: Yeah. Willpower is a poor man's excuse for not achieving any goal. The bottom line, because if you rely, if you think willpower is what actually gets you through to any goal then I tell you right now there's a reason you haven't achieved the goals you've been after in life. It's not willpower, guys. It's actually just doing the work. Mm-hmm. The uncomfortable points of doing the work. Not thinking that there's a secret tank of fuel somewhere in your body, and when you access it, then you're you know on point. No, it's all based on your thoughts. Willpower is there when you want it, and willpower is there when you don't think it's there. Like, it's always part of you.
1: And this is where a lot of people get confused as to, well... Isn't that what a diet is? And isn't that what you and and Dave teach that you know we're not supposed to be having flour and sugar and we're supposed to be staying away from these things? Yes, but the difference is when you're at home binge eating and then you're getting into your low points and then you're self-sabotaging, the reason all of that is continuing or even started in the first place was because you weren't dealing with your real problems. You weren't dealing with what you're trying to distract yourself from and so you turn to food there's always something else is it is it family is it friends is it work is it finances is it housework even that's a huge one for yeah. me i'd definitely rather sit and eat than you know wash the, the floors or yeah it's always going to start again anyway so that's the difference here so when you go and do a diet where you're like okay well so a, a, a regular diet of no flour, no sugar. What's that one? That is uh, the the beach diet, isn't that? What the, the South Beach is, diet. Is, is that what that. that one's like? Anyway, yeah. there's there's the diet yeah. that's no flour, no sugar. Um, Atkins.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. The bacon diet. The,
1: yeah, the one that my yeah. mom always does. Um, <laughs> Atkins, where it's no flour, no sugar. If you always that's, have to
0: do a diet, like go back yeah. to it, go back to it, it's not working for so, you. So
1: that's a diet. No flour, no sugar with Dave and I is not a diet. It's a life change because we're going to deal with all the problems that put you into that position of even wanting the flour and sugar. so
0: you're speaking weight loss speak, and people are like, oh, it's a lifestyle change. But let me tell you a difference. When you come into our group, when you join any weight loss program or you 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 download a program or you go join Weight Watchers, whatever the case, the first thing they tell you is all the things you can't do. Mm -hmm. So right away... You're in restriction mentality. You're on a diet.
1: and that, But it also makes sense to you. You're like, oh, that's how yeah. you lose all the weight. That's, okay. That's the secret see, formula. See, and I uh, haven't been doing that. That's how Oprah that did makes, it. That gotcha. makes sense. She's going to, we're going to stop yeah. doing all that. Okay. No,
0: when you come into our group, um, you know, we don't even necessarily talk about weight as an issue in the beginning. Like it depends really when you're coming in that. But when we, like when I work one-on-one or when we work one-on-one with a client, right? I understand that you're here to lose weight. I get that. But let's talk about your life. Fill me in a little bit about Mm -hmm. what's going on. What are the other external forces that are driving things that are happening internally in your life? And once we can understand that, we can better find triggers. We can better find that. And on our program, because we're going to talk about the binge cycle in a minute, and you're going to see the importance of this. Whenever we work with a client, they understand there is zero restriction in our program. Mm -hmm. You can eat whatever you please, whenever you please. There is no one telling you, you can't eat that. Mm -hmm. You have a protocol and it's your choice whether you are on protocol or not on protocol. And you design
1: the protocol to begin with. Well, that's
0: just it. If your protocol, like I've had clients who have on their protocol have had a chocolate bar twice a week on their protocol and they're like, no, I need that. And I'm like, okay, we'll put that on your protocol for now. Just know this will slow your progress. Mm -hmm. This could revert things for you. Right. And we can always revisit this. Yeah. So they allow themselves to do that, find maybe it's not working as well as they thought, and all of a sudden now they're willing to talk about removing some of those things, right? Yeah. But we don't sit there and say, here is a program that's one size fits all, you go follow it, and you know, we know that 20%, because in any program out there, it's usually less than 20% of the people who do the program will find some form of success, from five pounds to 50 pounds. Our program is so successful where everybody loses weight with us because of our approach to it is very different, mm-hmm. right? It's, so It's just
1: kind of a natural weight loss that happens while they're effortless. not even thinking about it because yeah. they're just working on the rest of their life.
0: Well, I got a text from my client this morning. You're like, who's texting you that early in the morning? I'm like, client, they stepped <laughs> on the scale and they're happy. And it's just like someone texted me and said, I'm down so many pounds. And it was just shocking to them because they haven't really done much in their mind this yeah. week to lose that weight. And they're just like, I can't believe I keep stepping on the scale and I'm down weight. Yeah. And I'm like, because it's effortless. Yeah, That's what we do. Like, it's a that's a beautiful thing. That's how it works. So let's talk about the binge eating cycle because I really want people to understand what happens here. Sounds good. So it's a five stage cycle. But number one, you feel deprived in some way. You've been on, you're now on a diet, you're restricted, you feel deprived of something. And remember, deprivation is a thought. It's not an actual circumstance when it comes to food. Like, you you feeling like you can't have cheesecake is only there because you really think you want or need cheesecake. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you don't. If you don't like liver, I guarantee you, you don't wake up every morning feeling deprived that you can't eat liver and onions.
1: No, and on that note, liver doesn't even come into my mind. Because it's not something I think about. It's
0: not an option for you.
1: <clears throat> Last night, friends were over and yeah. somebody brought over a big tub of Jujubes. jubes. Somebody. People <laughs> were having at it immediately. And I actually don't like Jujubes jubes at all. I don't no. like any of those kind of gummy like the candies. Gummy candies yeah. They're like thick gummy candies. Yeah. And so I was thinking to myself, how amazing is this? I see everybody putting their hands in, grabbing Jujubes, jubes, eating all these calories. And... It's not affecting me in the least because I just don't like them and I don't care.
0: But that's the thing. She honestly doesn't care. Like everyone can eat them. Yeah. That's no problem. She's just saying, and I, and I watched this happen with her because I watched her not touch them. Right. And I know that that's not a big deal for her, the jubes, but But
1: it's like a, if, if you were somewhere and everybody's eating sweets and all of a sudden you're a big sweets person and you don't even want one, like you just genuinely don't want one. It doesn't bug you at all. That's a great feeling. I've been
0: there with pizza. Everyone's eating pizza and I don't have any. And pizza is a thing for Mm
1: -hmm. me.
0: Like pizza is, it's a thought for me, but pizza is everything. (laughs) Pizza,
1: that is a thought. Pizza is everything. Like when they came
0: out with the cauliflower crust BS, (laughs) right? When they're like, hey, cauliflower crust, everybody, you can order it now from Domino's and Pizza Pizza. And you look it up and it's like four pieces of cauliflower to 200 parts crust. And I'm just like. That's not cauliflower crust, people. Yes, that's like you. It's like when whole grain bread or or whole wheat bread has brown dye and one grain of wheat put into the batter. Yeah, and they call it whole wheat bread. Anyway, binge eating. <laughs> Let's get there before we talk about more thoughts. <laughs> yeah. um, so you feel deprived in some way, which is just a thought of deprivation because you're uncomfortable and you want to blame something. So you feel deprived, then you feel an overwhelming urge to eat, like. I'm sure you've all experienced this, but it just clicks in right away. And you're just like, oh, sushi. Well, I really want sushi right now. I know I can't have sushi, but man, I know I like, I need it. Like I'm telling you right now, it's just all that's on my mind. And then, boom. And,
1: well, then you kind of take this turn of like, well, but I've been so good. And I mean, how bad would it even be? And it's, you know what? It's not like anyone else is holding me to this. Yeah. This is just, it was my decision to do this diet. And so, I've, I, like, I'm have like i good to myself. I know I deserve it. Right. But right? here's the
0: reality. A lot of you <clears throat> aren't even conscious that that conversation is happening. Yeah. Here's what really happens. And here's what happens in your mind. What really happens is you feel deprived. You get this seeking comfort thought like, oh my gosh, I want pizza. Right. Well, and this
1: then, is, this is uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. I'm, this is pizza, uncomfortable. There's
1: pizza and I want it.
0: I want, no, not even that. Like you could be sitting in the middle of work. Yeah. Right, And you could say, I just want pizza. Like you saw a commercial last night or you get a whiff of it in the lunchroom or something you're just like, it smells like tomato sauce. I want pizza. And you get this overwhelming urge. Mm-hmm. That conversation happens for a good few minutes where you're like, you start reasoning with yourself. But all you're conscious of is you smelled something and you're in your car on the way to a pizza store. Mm-hmm. Like I've been there. It happens. This is what binging is. And then you get there and you're like, Okay, well, if I'm going to do this, like, do I get the Hawaiian slice? Do I get the bacon slice? I don't know. You know what? Just give me three slices of pizza because I'm just going to eat them now. No one's going to know. And one Mm -hmm. or three is not going to be a big difference. Mm -hmm. And I tell you something. If you think you got a binge problem, then just look at the garbage in your car and tell me (laughs) what's going on. Because you can usually tell when that kind of thing's happening. But it's completely unconscious. You go and you binge. Then you feel out of control and you feel ashamed. Step four, right? So you feel deprived, you get an overwhelming urge to eat, then you binge, then you feel out of control and ashamed of yourself, and then you you usually go on to an extreme diet to regain control. You're like, I'm not eating the rest of the week, mm-hmm. or I'm just going to juice for three days straight. And, this and, more, it's,
1: and it's to punish yourself.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Right? You're just like, well, now there has to be consequences. That was out of control, and now I will punish myself. Yeah. And... Do you really think that you're going to enjoy punishing yourself? That doesn't typically make people stronger. That actually will make you weaker. And that'll make you fall off the entire thing altogether. And you're right back to your binge eating because you're like, well, now nothing works. And I'm I'm feeling so sorry for myself. And life is so hard. And why does weight loss have to be so hard? And I'm just going to do all this while I eat a tub of ice cream and think all these sad, terrible thoughts and beat myself up. And guess what? And then Monday comes and you're like, I'm going to start today. I'm gonna start and you're back to but doing I'm, this based on willpower. Right.
0: But when you say I'm gonna start, what are you really doing? You are restricting yourself yeah. so much because yeah. you're you're not only gonna go on a, you know, weight loss plan, you're gonna go on like an extreme restriction plan where you're like no more, I'm not having any car I'm only eating fruit for three days. Like mm-hmm. just water based fruit, watermelon, some celery, like that's it. Anything that's
1: negative calories. Yeah, yeah. negative yeah. calories. That that's whole, the oh, we yeah. deal with that one a lot at the gym. You, you go ahead just doing and do the me negative calories.
0: Pad- Eat grapes for a week straight and tell me if that's really negative calories. Well, no,
1: like carrots and celery. People call those the negative calories. Well, they say it anything takes- with
0: skin because it takes more metabolize. So a grape the amount of sugar in a grape but actually takes more effort to metabolize the skin of a grape than it does the inside of a grape. But right? it'll still
1: spike your insulin oh, it, super it high and just, it's yeah. not real. It's like having a Diet Coke instead of a Coke and thinking that's oh going to serve God. you somehow. I love that. And then you're just so. a big so... bag of a
0: large fry and a Diet Coke.
1: Yeah. And you're just so. Th- and, th- and don't get me wrong. I know a lot of people get Diet Coke because, well, one, they think that they're doing themselves a favor by saving some calories. But two, yeah. you're totally addicted to it. Yeah. Because it's got the aspartame and that's the huge kicker about aspartame. Yeah. Well and all the other terrible side effects. I it has. can't wait
0: for the day that um, diet beverages have the surgeon general warnings like cigarette has today. But
1: but they will because yeah. they've already they've oh, already agreed that this is, this this is terrible. Yeah. But
0: we saw like we saw an ad the other day on T V it was just a white page with black writing and it says the US Federal Courts of Appeal has forced us to do this. It is mandatory. Yeah. We the cigarette companies um, have put addictive properties into cigarettes. It is called nicotine. And fully knowing that it will have Fully knowing you that addicted. it will want you to smoke more. Um, again, this is a court-ordered message. Thank you. And it says paid for by like Philip Morris, blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And so I just like, they're taking it to a next level now, right? They're having to say this, put a voice behind it. But 30 years ago, cigarettes were cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? 20 years ago, cigarettes were cool. It still
1: surprises me when I see some like European magazines that have... People smoking in the advertisements. Wow. And you're thinking, this is a thing? But yeah. when you hit Europe, yeah, this is totally a thing. Absolutely.
0: You yeah. ever land in a European airport? Walk through it.
1: Yeah. Tell me what you smell. I
0: know there are smoking rooms, but that door opens and closes so frequently, nothing stays there. So a couple of things that you I want you to answer for yourself right now. Have you ever eaten so much that you've been uncomfortable? Yes or no? The answer is yes. You may be a binge eater. Okay. Have you ever blown a diet? And just went all in on a horrible meal that you shouldn't have eaten and felt like crap about yourself and told yourself that you're really going to do it this time and you're not going to ever do that again. You're probably a binge eater if that's happened. Mm -hmm. Has this happened multiple times in your life? You're probably a binge eater if that's happened. And what you have to do to get over this is end the cycle. And to end any cycle in your life... Just look at the first step of the cycle. So many people, when they want to end a the cycle, they're like, "No, I have to understand all the steps and avoid them." No, 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 no. If you don't want to get in the cycle, avoid the first step only.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the first step is feeling deprived. So stop feeling deprived. Yeah. Stop giving yourself that indulgence of feeling deprived because that will trigger the binge.
1: And don't don't focus on how many calories you're consuming at what points in each day. Think about. Am I full? Remember we talked about the hunger scale. Think about your stomach. Don't listen to your brain. Focus on your stomach. Is your stomach going, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good right now? Leave it. You're done. That's okay.
0: So I'll propose this to you. What if you could eat anything you wanted and still lose weight? What if you never had to count calories? What if you never had to worry about, you know, What everybody else around you is eating? What if you never had to worry about stress in your life affecting your diet? What if you never had to meal prep an entire week on a Sunday because you're so restricted that you don't trust yourself the rest of the week to actually cook the right food and not eat out? What if your weight loss and natural weight, getting to your natural weight, was completely effortless? Would you do it if there was no effort behind what it took to reach your goal weight, to maintain your goal weight, zero effort. Would you do it?
1: Heck yes.
0: No working out, <laughs> no sweating, no having to, you know, walk 30 kilometers I a like week. you
1: should have a choir behind you right now.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> we should, You're singing we my ed-
1: song. We we'll see if we can edit that choir <laughs> yeah. in.
0: But guys, this is what Shred Mastermind is. Because Laura and I come from a place where we've done it all. Mm -hmm. We have tried the diets. We have tried all this stuff. We have both struggled with weight from different perspectives, right? Laura struggled with weight through pregnancy and through life's, you know, ups and downs and regaining control of her body. Raising monsters. Yes. Right. And I struggled with weight from a life of binge eating and being 330 pounds and then losing all the weight, but then still being that 330 pound guy inside and feeling shame about it and wanting to binge and then back and then binge and then back. And I mean, playing with like 50 pounds up, 50 pounds down, back and forth kind of thing, like serious binging. I know the problems. That's why we create this effortless way to do it. Because we know that the effortless way to do it will result in you hitting your goals finally. And we're so, so strong and believe it in so much that this is our life's mission and we do it for free. Yeah, That's, that's, I mean, I, I don't know who else does that. This is the ultimate test for us to say that this is really our mission that we can give this away for free and help you for free because we just want to prove to you that it can be effortless it doesn't have to be a problem. Mm-hmm. And so the two biggest excuses people have with losing weight is time and money. The two people the two biggest excuses people have with coaching in general is time and money. And I'm telling you right now that this takes no money. And this takes very little time because it's effortless. Mm-hmm. So head to the shred right now. Put in, you can watch the video if you like, it's yep. a great video, but put in your name and your email address. And that is it. That is the most amount of effort you're going to put in to losing this weight. So we look forward to seeing you there on the inside in our shred mastermind secret group. And until next week, guys, stay healthy. Don't binge. And make sure you're
1: conscious of it. Yeah. Take note of your week. Yes. And have an awesome one. See ya. Bye
0: thanks so much for listening to this episode of the shred life podcast with your hosts dave and laura moreno for more great content and to stay up to date visit the shredlife.com on instagram at the underscore shred underscore life underscore and facebook.com slash shred master life if you enjoyed today's episode please leave a
1: review and subscribe and we'll catch you next time on the shred life podcast